Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Mm, got a radio show. Keep saying it. Can't stop. Man. Man, oh man, oh man. What a journey it has been. I thank God for every single step of the way. I learned to thank him for the bad times, too, because it taught me something. All the bad times, all the failures, they became valuable experiences in my life. Every time I failed, I learned a little bit more about getting up. Every time I was told no, it moved me one step closer to yes. It made me stronger. It toughened my skin. It made me learn how to deal with haters. It made me learn how to deal with people who who don't have your best interests at heart. 
Man, ain't y'all all out there feeling me on this one right here. It teaches you who is who in your life. It shows you who you can depend on and who you can't. And at the end of the day, what it's taught me most of, all my hardships in my life, and it's really about me and God. That is the one factor that has been never changed in my life. God has always been the same for me and for you and for all of us. His word is true. It don't waver. It don't shake. You can shape it, re readjust it if you want to. It is really the way it's written. It really is. You have your version of it if you want to, but if you just read it the way it is, it's real clear. Ain't no loopholes in it. Every time you jump through a loophole, there's something over there written that, that counters that. So here's, here's what I want to get to today with everybody, and this is going to be good. Listen to me. You got it within you. Oh, it's there. Just use it. Listen to me close. You got it within you. Oh, it's there. Just use it. Man, I, now, now, if, I, if you hear me clearly, I, I'm, I'm really finna show you something this morning. You got it within you. Oh, it's there. Just use it. Steve, what you talking about? See, here's what's wrong with a lot of people. Here's what's stopping so many people. Yeah, I did it. I did it to myself. Here's what's stopping a lot of people. You keep looking. We keep looking for others to save us. We keep looking for someone else to rescue us. We always looking for some group of people or somebody to accept us. We keep looking for someone else's approval. We always looking for some group or somebody to deliver us. Somebody, some group of people to give us credibility. Somebody or some group of people who says we matter. We spend so much time right there. And when the Calvary don't come over the hill, when there ain't no saving and ain't no deliverance and hey, you don't get accepted and, and, and don't nobody really come to save you and don't nobody vouching for you and giving you credibility, it throw you into something. Now you into this little state of, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. You don't know what you're going to do. Oh, you got it within you. Oh, it's there. Just use it. See, you want to know what the real deal is, y'all? It's you and God, and it's the God in you. Man, I wish I could explain this right to you today. I want you to feel me on this right here. And when you shake everything out the way, get rid of all your expectations of people, the relationship you thought was going to last forever that didn't make it, the child that you wanted to be this that turned out to be that, you blaming yourself for this. You, your friend you thought was your friend that stabbed you in the back. You found out they wasn't. The job you thought was going to keep you and you'd retire on, they done closed down, gave you a pink slip. All of this, man, the, 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 the promise that somebody told you they was going to loan you this money, and on loan day they say they ain't got it. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. This money you thought was going to come through on this check, the check ain't there. 
Oh, man, how many disappointments in life can you get? You thought you had enough credit hours to graduate. You found out two weeks before you didn't, you can't graduate. Oh, listen, man, what's going to happen? I, man, look at the disappointment in my life right now. But let me explain something to you. When you get rid of all of that, guess what you really got? You got God. That's the whole enchilada, baby. That's the ball of wax. That's the monkeys in the barrel. That's the bag of chips. You Listen to me. If you got God, do you understand that that's sufficient? That that's all you need? Can you feel me now? You and God and the God in you is really what you need. Stop looking for all these outside sources for approval, to gain acceptance, to get credibility, somebody to save you, the Calvary coming over the hill. Why won't they recognize me? Why won't they give me closure? Why they fire me? Why they foreclosing on my house? Don't they know I'm laid off? When you get through with all of that whining, can I tell you something? It's going to come down to you and God and the God in you. If God created man in his own image, God is a part of you. There is a piece of you that's godly. I don't care who you are. I don't care what mistake you made. The murderer that's sitting in jail today because of a moment in his life that he's now paying for has God in him. The biggest criminal when he get through criminalizing or whatever you want to call it, he's sitting there by himself. There is a piece of God in him that lets him know this ain't the way. This wrong. You out of line. You can love this money if you want to, but you out of line and you going to pay. It's at the end of the day, when I get through on this microphone, on this TV, all these articles, when I get through with all of that, you know what it come down to. Because, see, it ain't always been this way for me. You know, I've been trying to get here, trying to get there. Listen to me. It's been me and God, and it's been the God in me. And what does when I woke up a few years back and I realized that's really what it was, it changed my whole life. It changed my whole life. Your whole life can get changed when you realize that it's really you and God and the God in you. That's really what it is. Really. Man, people disappoint you. You argue with people. You fall out with people. You break up with people. You divorce people. You got people who you thought was friends. All of a sudden, you find out they talking about, it's crazy out here. You be going, what's going on? What's really going on? But that's because, guess what? You got all yours banked on them. When you going to bank it on the one thing that you can count on, the one God's word ain't changed since we got here. It's solid. If you pray, believe, work hard, don't doubt, you'll get whatever you ask for. That's a fact. That ain't no rumor. There's people out here doing it every day. Now, if you ain't trying that, listen to me. You got it within you. Oh, it's there. You just got to use it. There is a weapon available to man called prayer. Use that. See, I look at my life, man, whenever I get a little shaky, I, re- I look back, oh, hey, man, I ain't really talked with him too much yesterday. Uh-oh. Tighten up. I'm I'm just telling you real. You got a better answer? 
Oh, 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 I know what. Oh, let, oh, my bad, Steve. No, nah, Steve, I ain't winning because they ain't give me the loan. Oh, no, nah, Steve, I ain't winning because she left me. He left me. I ain't winning, Steve, because I got stuck with these kids. I got a divorce. They fired me. I, they foreclosed on my home. That's why I ain't winning. You ain't winning because you ain't praying. You got to pray and believe and work. That's the key. Come on, man. You got it within you. Oh, it's there. You just got to use it. It's just you and God, and it's the God in you. And what y'all going to do about that? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show is in full effect. Good morning, everybody. Have a great day. Be grateful. Tell God you appreciate him waking you up in the morning. You cannot be depressed or not a morning person if you start off each day with gratitude. Thanking him for everything he's done for you and the things that's coming your way. That immediately kills depression. Immediately. Dare you to try it. Watch what happened. Good morning, Cheryl. Thank you, Lord. Good morning, Steve. Call it for real. Good morning, Steve. Amen. Junior. Morning, Unc. Thank you, Lord. I'm here. Tommy Tom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Steve. Harvey, yes, Lord. Steve, I'm proud of you. I, uh-uh. <laughs> I am. Don't say uh-oh. I'm proud of you. You're proud all, of me. Why? All the jobs you have. <laughs> all the jobs you have. Okay. And then you come to work so early in the morning with such a pleasant, beautiful attitude. Girl, I ain't got no choice. Yeah, and you're still grateful. That's why I can't tell people to be grateful if I ain't. Come Walk on. Top, oh, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah. How that's going to work? Yeah. I love they it. They don't ever hear me thanking God for nothing, but I'm telling people y'all got to be grateful. Right. Well, what about you, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing over there? Why are you so sad? Uh-huh. I thought you was grateful. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, this is a new, a new era for me. I've entered a new era into my life. What does that mean? Uh, I'm increasingly becoming more of a global businessman. Oh, I believe that. That's real. No, oh, that that. How, how so? Yeah. What What are you doing? Well, you know, I'm just working. International. On it. I, first of all, I laid claim to it. That's mm, for okay. starters. Yes. Yeah, step yeah. on out there on faith. Uh-huh. And then I just started doing the work necessary, taking the meetings and meeting people, shaking people's hands. What? You know, somebody asked me one time, "How you know all these people?" I stuck my hand out. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Steve Harvey. How you doing? What's your name? What do you do, man? Man, I'd love to learn more about that. I never ask anybody for anything. Uh-huh. I only ask them to show me what they do and how they did it. Yeah. Mm. I want to be taught how to fish. That's all. How to fish. Don't give me the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to get my that. own bucket. And you love fishing, so it's all good. <laughs> well, that's, that's just, <laughs> you see how they worked out? No <laughs> Look at God. Won't he do Won't it? Do it. <laughs> that right there. Couldn't let it go, Husher. Uh-uh. It was there for the taking. Yes, it was. (laughs) Whatever. Good thing you know how to fish. (laughs) Junior. Well, Well, what y'all got going for 34? What's happening? And it's 32. (sighs) Well, I'm not going to talk to 34. We're going to talk about your good friend, Den. We call him Denzel, but Denzel Washington, but you call him Den. Well, when we come back uh, right after this, at 32 after, you will see, sir. You will see. Mm-hmm. 
He was asked to give up some ringside seats. Okay, that's a little hint right there. And uh, yeah, we'll t- yeah, <laughs> Oscar-winning Denzel. Who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> right. <laughs> We'll talk about that right after this at 32 after no, the hour. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, if you've ever found yourself in the wrong seat at an event, I mean, that happens. You go to a concert and, you know, you look at your tickets and mm-hmm. you think the seat matches. But, you know, oftentimes it doesn't. Uh, so take heart. You are not the only one, Okay. Apparently, Denzel Washington, yes, the Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. <sighs> found himself. I know, right? <laughs> Just, Just saying his marinate. name. Yes. <laughs> oh, Denzel. Anyway, Denzel found himself in a similar situation over the weekend. According to Page Six now, uh, Denzel was at the Triple G and uh, Canelo Alvarez fight, Steve, when a Los, An- a Las Vegas high roller asked him to move from where he was sitting with Los Angeles legend and Debbie Allen's husband, the one and only Norm Nixon. So Denzel was sitting with Debbie Allen and Norm Nixon. Someone came along and asked Denzel to uh, change his seat. It seems like he was Who in the wrong seat. Right, exactly, Tommy. Who are you talking to? <laughs> so as the story goes, the unnamed man offered, I love you, uh, talking to Denzel, I love you, but you're in my seat. This isn't a movie. Oh. This is real life. Okay? Oh, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. That's what he Would told you... him. He yeah, told yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this I really is... ain't moving. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. All right, all right. I'm putting cases on all you high rollers up in here. Huh? Huh? You think you can do this to me? Jake, Jake, you think you can ask me for my seat? Huh? You'll be playing, watching boxing in Pelican Bay when I'm through with you. 23-hour lockdown. Shoot shine. I'm sorry, I got carried away. Yes, but it's all good, though. It could have happened just like that, Tommy. But Denzel gave up his seat. What? Uh Uh-huh. As Will Smith, LeBron James, Dave Chappelle, and others looked on. Uh, When asked for a comment, yeah, this is crazy, right? When asked for a comment. no! Denzel's rep said he didn't know a thing about it. So, <laughs> so this actually happened. He didn't call you and tell you about this, Steve? No. For what? <laughs> call him and see what happened. Let's get the real story. I don't get into conversation about seats because I always you know, knew I was well. in the wrong seat. Huh? When? I always knew I was in the wrong seat. What do you mean? <laughs> That's you... how I went to the concert. <laughs> I went in the concert to sit in your seat. <laughs> yeah. I knew what my ticket was. <laughs> I bought All the cheapest alone. ticket. I, I, as soon as the Earth Wind and Fire tickets went on sale, I bought mine. But uh, $11. <laughs> $11. As wow. far away as you could be. Concert $11. tickets, but what if it was $11. That? But what soon. if it was that seat you had with Mayweather? Huh? Oh, and you what if it was that seat when you was at the Mayweather fight? What yeah, if it was that seat? That's where Denzel was. Come on now. <laughs> right <laughs> there. I mean, you know, You're talking about I, last year. I don't get year. put out of seats. Last year, yeah. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. But can't nobody come talk to you about your seat, though, either. Well, you can come talk to me, but please know what I know is I know how to make sure I'm in my damn seat. Because <laughs> what you I ain't, I ain't finna do this here, not on TV. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Is that another fight? At the fight. Oh my God! Is that Steve? We're watching TV. Oh my God! There's Steve. Okay. Be be up in there like Charles Oakley at Madison Square Garden. (laughs) Steve is fighting at the fight. Oh my God! Nice jacket on a minute ago. Yeah, that velvet. Oh, that was so nice. Yeah, that was fly. Burgundy. Uh huh. 
So, yeah. So this, he had to leave. Denzel left. Wow. Oh, but his yeah. seat couldn't have been that far off. I mean, mate, what if it was just one row? It wasn't, it wasn't no big deal. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think so. He probably just said. And it shouldn't even be a story, really. I don't even yeah. know why we're talking about it. Well, it's a story because it's Denzel and he was in the wrong well, seat. Well, it's not he, a story, Sharon. Well, <laughs> it is a story. Anytime we can get news on Denzel, it's a it's, story. Yeah. But yeah. Let me ask you this though. We want to talk about so back Denzel. in the day. Yeah. Back in the day when you was mm-hmm. at the Earth Wind and Fire concert, did you yeah. ever get told to get up after seat? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> and what'd you do? Just move to another seat that wasn't yours? Danced harder. <laughs> in the <laughs> new seat. <laughs> uh, these are the concerts that you used to dress like Earth Wind I, and whatever Fire. Whatever the theme was. <laughs> I went to the LTD concert with the cable. <laughs> oh. Oh, with these, an eye. Huh? Hold up, though. <laughs> what, what? I knew they was wearing this uh, phoenix on the back of their capes. Mm-hmm. So I found an eagle, an mm-hmm. iron-on eagle. <laughs> and I, I didn't have the money for the whole thing that was on top of the Trans Am, uh-huh. that phoenix that was on top yeah. of the Trans Am. That's what the LTD came out of. Uh-huh. I just had an eagle. It was iron on. <laughs> on your cape. Yeah. And, and these are the concerts that you didn't take a date to, right? Not, no. It was just you. Now, I had no money for $11? Mm-hmm. $11. That's $22. Level. Then I got the park. Oh, and Then we got to try to get something to drink. I, I, uh. <laughs> nah, it's too much. <laughs> that was 11 I had $24 seats and stuff like that. You know, it just depends. Wow. That is back in great, the day. Man. Yeah. You know, they're moving. I'll be up at the top. Uh-huh. As soon as the main concert started, I just wait. Mm-hmm. Wow. Earth, wind, and fire! Dun, 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 dun. I just go on down, catch that escalator, start going on down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soon as Earth, wind, and fire come out, I start stepping up that aisle. <laughs> Kate, Fro, Moccasins. You on the feather, floor? Yeah, I'm down on the floor. Okay, did anyone say- I was up at the ceiling, couldn't see. Did anyone say anything to you about your outfit, or were, were there conversations Oh, little about man, it? little man. I was always real skinny. Little man, I see you, boy. <laughs> oh, you earned wind with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Knew <laughs> all the words. How did you get on the floor? Slide right. I mean, I'd be about like on row eight or something, mm-hmm. but with <laughs> nice. Slide right on in there. I've been watching them seats. Since the beginning of the show. Now, if you ain't here when Earth, Wind, and Fire come on, you probably ain't coming. <laughs> you know, these radio seats, people ain't win, didn't show up. I'm mm. down there in it. Yeah. It's too much security yeah. and stuff now to for that to be happening. Oh, no, that wouldn't stop me. <laughs> oh, no, do it. do it. No, I'm down on the floor. I'm down here. You see this outfit? Right, I'm, in the, I'm with the band. I damn, they look like I'm in this group. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Nephew Tommy is coming up next with a prank phone call. He's going to run it back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Inside Entertainment News, Kanye West said, I saw him when he said it, I'm moving back to Chicago. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got, King of Pranks? Thunderbolt, Shirley. That's what it is. Thunderbolt. Run it. (laughs) Hey man, let me. Uh, must be not not here. Who's calling? Hey, this Thunderbolt from the club, man. Uh, what time she get in? Thunderbolt. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, this Thunderbolt, man. What time she get in? 
What you mean? What time she get in? Uh, she ain't in here now, but you know, I mean, I. What you need? Hey, uh, I'm trying to just a few hundred days. I'm following up on. Uh, I'm trying to actually get an address and stuff, man. She got me dancing this weekend on Saturday night, and uh, I want to see it. Make sure I got the address and everything. Everything's still on. You know, I don't already gave she my got, slot up at the club. She got you dancing. Say what now? What you mean she got you dancing? She asked me to do some male dancing on Saturday night, so I, I went on and took off at the club. And uh, you know, she don't no, already yeah, got my my girl ain't she ain't had to do no male dancing. My girl, she nah. My girl, she goes she goes to school at at, at night on weekends. So you know, but nah, she ain't. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, who is this here? My name David. David, my fiance. What? Yeah, that's my girl. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Squeaky finna get married? Squeaky? Who the f- Squeaky? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, you you. My girl ain't. I'm David. Right. Okay. That that that. That's squeaky. Squeaky finna get married. How you married? know my gal? You say you a dancer? I dance at man. I'm Thunderbolt. Yeah, but I'm, how do you know my gal? She come to the club on Saturday. She asked me about doing some dancing for this coming Saturday. So she already gave me half the money. She come to the club on on Saturdays. No, nah, my gal, she she go to school on Saturdays, man. You know, no. Homeboy, listen. I, first of all, I'm blown away by you trying to tell me Squeaky married. That that you got me really toe up with first that. First off, I don't know no no Squeaky. That's what we call her at the club, man. Hey man, look, I'm not finna get into all of that. What I'm really calling about is she got me working this weekend doing some dancing, and I'm trying to just make sure that we on for this weekend because I didn't get my spot up I, at the club. You trying to tell me my girl hanging out at a buck naked club with dance? Man, Squeaky been coming up in there, man, for the last buck. Squeaky, she been there long enough to have a nickname. Dog, I've been knowing Squeaky four, five years. Squeaky been coming. Man, this this Thunderbolt, me and Squeaky go way back. Oh, no, man. Well, we're going to handle this when she get in here. And you can, you know, handle yours, however you got to handle it, talk to whoever you got to to get your little money or whatever. Or no, 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 no. Hold on, whoever, man. I can't know, get but, my slot back, dog. Hold on, wait a minute, man. That, that's not hey, stop. Are you, is you listening, man? I can't get my slot back at the club. Now, Squeaky got to give me the remaining balance, man, even if she ain't going to do it. I need my other remaining one. Balance. Baby, man. Squeaky ain't finna give you remaining balance of nothing. Hey, man, I need the rest of my money. The money, money that, that she gave you. What so you saying? Finna, you can just count that out. She ain't finna give you a thing. Hey, man, Thunderbolt going to get his money, man. I need my 150. Thunderbolt going to get his whooped. Well, then that's what you got to do, then that's what you got to do, man. That's I tell you what. That's for Thunderbolt whooping. He ain't finna get no cash talking about calling Squeaky and all this whole I ain't working for to give money away to some Thunderbolt Lightning or whatever. Hey, man, look, man, it's Thunderbolt. It ain't Lightning. It's Thunderbolt. Lightning work on Wednesday night. This Thunderbolt. I don't know who you done talked to already about that, but you need to holler at them and don't be calling here asking my gal to give you some money. She ain't giving you because she don't make nothing. I'm coming over there now and get my money from Squeaky. I ain't hearing this. Don't make nothing. Squeaky I make all the money around here, so I, you ain't finna get nothing from over here, partner, so you can wipe that out your mind. I'm coming over there to get my money from Squeaky today. You coming over here? I'm coming over there to get my money from Squeaky. So what? Man, look, man, I ain't got time to play. I done lost my slot at the club. See what you get. See if you get some money. Get your laid out. Thunder coming over there to get the rest of his money. Thunder, you better not bring your over here, because you come. Well, I tell you what. Bring your on over here, and I'm going to show you lightning. I ain't know you got some money already from she riding here giving you money away. I'm struggling. I tell you what, you bring your over here if you want to and watch what's going on. Hey, man, all I'm saying is I'm finna come over there and wait outside the house for Squeaky to get there to get the rest of my money. That's what I'm saying to you. You gonna come over and sit outside what? I'm finna come over there and wait outside for Squeaky to get there so I can get the rest hey, of my money. Bring your 
So over here and said, I said, my house. That's what I'm finna do if that's what it takes for me to get my money from Squeaky. I tell you what, you bring your over here there and sit outside my house. And when you get your here, you blow the horn. That's what you do. You blow the horn so I can come out there and meet you and let you know what's going down. I'm gonna bust your And when she get here, she can see your laid out like a mother. Come on over and get your money. I'm going to get my money. Squeaky owe me $150 and I'm finna come get it. I don't give a what she owe you. About $150. Mom, she giving you. You ought to be happy with that. You want to come over here talking about you want some more money? You know, somebody owe Thunderbolt a hundred and fifty dollars, and Thunderbolt gonna get his money. You better try to go and dance at the club on on this weekend. Bring your over here. You will not be dancing at that. Talking about sitting outside of my house. Squeaky gonna give me my one fifty. You ain't even got nothing to do with this. No way. This transaction is between me and Squeaky. It ain't got nothing to do with you. No way. Hey, her name is and it's got everything to do with me. You call my house with this. Talking about she owe you some money and you. I'm gonna about Bring your on over here. I got your money. Come get your man. I got your money right here. I'm gonna be sitting out front waiting on you. Squeaky the one asked for me to dance Saturday night. Squeaky, I told her three hundred dollars plus tips. Now I ain't gonna get no tips. But I tell you what, I am gonna get my three hundred dollars. Though I got one fifty, and I'm gonna get the other one fifty when Squeaky get home. You ain't getting it from me. You gonna get your buses from me? I got one more thing I need to say to you. Would you listen to me? Hey man, what? I'm listening. I can hear you. What? This is Matthew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Who? Who is this? <laughs> this is Matthew Tommy, man, from the Steve oh. Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. God. You need to quit. Boy, don't play too much. That man, y'all had me hot round this. I'm putting on boots, man. I got on gear. I'm finna go out here and squabble. I got pipes and bats. I'm finna go out here and spot a whoop a man. You alright, man? Y'all wrong. I'd be glad when somebody prank your Tommy. I'm gonna get that. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Hey man, I got one more thing I gotta ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) (laughs) There it is, Thunderbolt, baby. Man, oh, man. (laughs) No, I got the, no. Stupidity at its best. Stupid is coming to Nashville. Tickets are sold out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Laying in the cut. I got Toledo, Ohio, the funny bone. That is October 11th, 12th, and 13th. Once again, Toledo, Ohio, the funny bone. The nephew is coming to Toledo, Ohio. So be ye ready. That's enough for now. Well, you know what, Tommy? You're good and everything, but I really what? think Junior does a, a better you than you. I, that's wow. just my opinion. Wow. Okay, well, Junior is wow. on the 11th, 12th, and 13th <laughs> of October. Toledo, Ohio. Funny bone. Take it away. Yeah, look here. It's nephew. Huh? <laughs> Ignorosity coming October 11th, 12th, and 13th yeah. to the Toledo Funny Ball. Yeah. Come see me, watch me. Yeah. Ah, ta, 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 ta. Yeah. What is that? Ah, ta, 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 ta. Yeah, boy. Man, you good. Yeah, come on. Give man, it to me. Man, is, is you everything you say you what? is? Uh, I, I deliver everything I say. I do. Don't I stand and deliver? Man, you the greatest. I stand there and I deliver. <laughs> Man, is there any way you could do a prank? Yeah, yeah, I could do a prank too. <laughs> yeah, oh, I do all that. that I was gotta great, get Junior. a ticket. Yeah, come on, see me. 
Thank you, nephew. If and the thank- comes around once a year. And thank you, Junior, as nephew. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Kanye West is moving back to the Midwest, Chicago mm. to be exact, his hometown. We'll talk about it right after this. Ain't nobody going with it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In about four minutes, uh, Miss Ann will be here. She's going to give us the latest on today's headlines. Supreme Court Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, uh, Professor Ford, uh, said without an FBI investigation, she will not appear in a public hearing. Uh, So there you go with that. In entertainment news, Kanye is speaking in public again. He told a crowd in Chicago, his hometown, that uh, he, Kanye West, is moving back to Chicago. And that does not mean, however, he's abandoning L.A. Kanye made the announcement at a Windy City event with Chance the Rapper. And uh, here it is. Take a listen. Thank my brother Chance for bringing me back to Chicago. So the first thing on my mind that I have to tell you is, I got to let y'all know that I moved back to Chicago. I'm never leaving again. I loved it. Chicago is ready for him. <laughs> so, Steve, you moving back to Cleveland? <laughs> uh, nah. That's a nah. <laughs> you don't give me. A, I, I I know not to go back. He don't know yet. He'll be right on back out in L.A. Is Kim going up there in L.A. Cold ass weather? I, I think they're gonna go back and forth. They'll have mm-hmm. dual residences, like a that's lot of cool. like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just go in the summertime, Yeezy. In case you don't <laughs> it's forgot. fun in the summer. Yeah, this is ah, the... November ain't where you want. Yeah, November, <laughs> January, Lord. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. Really, January, February. According okay. to yeah, according to TMZ, Kanye said he and Kim have already found a home in Chicago, and that's where uh, we know he wants to establish his permanent residence. But they are keeping all of their properties and businesses and stuff in L.A. In addition to the house they just built, they have multiple properties in L.A., including 300 acres that Kanye is developing, and that project is still a go. TMZ is also reporting that Kanye will move his Yeezy offices from Calabasas, California, to Chicago. So, he's wow. going back home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back home. He probably it's, wants to go to be relevant again, to yeah. be part of the culture. I think he With probably feels like rapper. he's excluded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in L.A. and in, in this world of, you know, he wants to be a part of culture and hip-hop and all that. Yeah. I think that's probably why. Really? And his baby. Oh, yeah. His baby's oh, yeah. name is Chicago. So Yeah. Yeah, making music and being part of what's going on with Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. I bet you that's part of mm-hmm, it, too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're... My baby name Winton, but I don't want no parts of Winter. <laughs> what the hell I got to do with his baby name? I didn't say the baby name. I, well, his baby's name, baby. is name is named Chicago. Chicago. Your baby yeah. name Sheridan, but that ain't where you stay all the time. <laughs> because that's I not her name. Culture, <laughs> I did not name her after a hotel. Sheridan. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so there you have it. Uh, Kanye is moving back. Yeah, I think you're right, Carla. That's part of it. He wants to be part of the whole scene Culture. in Chicago now. With yeah, I don't know what that means. I've been you in L.A. I don't. I don't know. Hip hop well, doesn't originate from L.A. No, it's not that. I'm just saying his lifestyle. Yeah, he's uh, so rich. I know nothing about yeah. hip hop. And the studio is in Wyoming, ain't it? 
Well, he went to Wyoming to record his latest album. Who yeah. did? So he'll just go to Wyoming yeah. from Chicago? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he won't. I, I, I sure tell you what it meant to me because I forgot. All right. Uh, Miss Ann is here. Please introduce Miss Ann with our headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, and good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. President Trump scheduled to travel to the Tar Heel State today to survey the damage done by Hurricane, now Tropical Depression, Florence. The death toll is now at 35 lost lives. The rivers around Fayetteville, North Carolina, meanwhile, expected to crest sometime this morning, and water continues to flow downstream into the Cape Fear River. Several residents have already left for higher ground there. Stores in and around Wilmington, North Carolina, meanwhile, are trying to open up again. Yesterday, at least for a few hours, they opened yesterday for like an hour or so. Apparently, some supply trucks have found roundabout ways of negotiating the soggy roads. But I don't know who's shopping there. A lot of folks have left, or at least temporarily. Nevertheless, an estimated 600,000 homes and businesses are still off the grid, still without power. And there may be some periods of rain today. President Trump is talking tariffs again. The president's announced that his administration will begin imposing tariffs on another $200 billion in Chinese goods. He's threatening to impose even more levies. We are the piggy bank to the world. We've been ripped off by China. We've been ripped off by the European Union. We've been ripped off by everybody. Trump says America's tied to getting the raw deal. However, in retaliation, China's announced that it's imposing a 10 percent tariff on U.S. liquefied natural gas. And Beijing says it's already ready to add tariffs on an extra $60 billion in American goods so that American farmers, they're really going to be feeling the pain. Those farmers, of course, the backbone of uh, Donald Trump's support network. In Chicago yesterday at the murder trial of former police officer Jason Van Dyke, Van Dyke's former partner, Joseph Walsh, also no longer an employee by the Chicago PD, his partner uh, backed up Van Dyke's story that he shot and killed a black teenager named Laquan McDonald in 2014 because Laquan had a knife and, and that when he went down that he kept swinging it and trying to get up and that he feared for his life. However, the police car dash cam doesn't show that at all. They show Laquan walking away from Van Dyke, shot by Van Dyke 16 times, even though the teenager was not moving on the ground. Ex-officer Joe Walsh, by the way, faces his own trial for allegedly lying and trying to cover up Van Dyke's crime. A college professor who claims that uh, Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her when they were in high school says through lawyers that she will only testify if there is an FBI investigation. Kavanaugh still denies the accusation. However, this Thursday's scheduled vote on his nomination to the high court has been postponed for now. President Trump says the process will run its course. The woman will come forward, state her case. He will state his case. Honestly, I feel terribly for him, for his wife who is an incredible, lovely woman, and for his beautiful young daughters. And today is National Talk Like a Parrot Day. Well, it's actually Talk Like a Pirate. (laughs) Anyway, same thing. Find out if Uncle Steve is smarter than his nephew. We'll be back 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Steve, according to the Bleacher Report, Michael Jordan is donating $2 million to relief efforts. $1 million will go to uh, the American Red Cross and the other million to the Foundation for the Carolinas Hurricane Response Fund. Uh, Michael said in a press conference that it is truly devastating for me to see the damage that Hurricane Florence is doing to my beloved home, uh, my beloved home state of North Carolina. 
Yeah. And uh, so he's giving um, yeah, that's good. a large donation. He's that a big is really Carolina good. boy. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, yeah. That's good. Yeah. And, I mean, we can take this time to call on the Steve Harvey Nation as well to help people in the Carolinas affected by Florence. Um, if you'd like to donate, uh, please donate to Red Cross by texting the word Florence to 90999. They still need your help. Uh, they're mm-hmm. still not out of danger uh, uh, yet. I mean, you know, the first responders and every everyone, they're all working very, very hard to help and rescue and, you know, and all of that. But they still need your help. And um, thank you. Again, if you want to donate, you can text the word Florence to 90999. We know so well they're going to need help for months to come, just trying to get their stuff back together. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Gonna take a minute. Man. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people need... don't have power, you know. Yeah, you it's, need supplies. You need yeah, to survive. You need yeah. food, mm-hmm. water. It's, yeah. Tommy, you still got that Maserati? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, okay. Why? You gonna donate an idea it? For I mean, it? what? Yeah, what? You why'd donate? you ask, no. Steve? Well, it ain't never worked, so I thought he could donate it as a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. you know, just okay, let people so. paddle around and. Yeah. So my, the, uh, my my Maserati would have been a paddle boat. <laughs> Sounds well, like that's it, what it he was didn't saying. Never work, so. <laughs> it didn't work as a Maserati. It, it worked. It. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you ain't got it no more. So it, it, it really. Just, I'm just trying to visualize point. it floating down the, the street. But I can okay. see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I asked. <laughs> Michael Jordan, help me. What you doing? Yeah, get that Maserati down there. <laughs> Take them doors off and let people use it. <laughs> yeah, might as well float it, never drove. That is so wrong. <laughs> That's just wrong. Well, hell, it didn't. It didn't roll. He <laughs> got rid of where that, that car. bass boat. Where that, where's that bass boat you got in Dallas? Where's that? It's I got it still in Dallas. Yeah, the motor is too that? big to put in the water down. I might oh. want to buy that boat up. You don't use that boat. I'll sell it to you. Where are you I gonna where are you gonna put it, Tommy? Hmm? Oh no. He wanna huh? take his family out on the, the golf. <laughs> you know, he tried to kill everybody in Florida. God did. <laughs> Shut up. He's gonna take his little football players out on that little ass boat in the middle of the ocean. All right, Tommy, here's something coming up that's going to make you feel good. It's time to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Oh, hell no. <laughs> 34 <laughs> after the hour, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Come on, Tommy. Who's playing? Who's playing Who's today? Junior or Steve? Come on, Steve. Come on, Uncle. I'm, I'm, I'm going to root for Tommy. Come on. You're going to root for Tommy? He, he needs somebody. All right, go ahead. Come on. I'm playing Steve. Let's go. All right, let me Put your thinking cap on, Tommy. Oh, I'm tired as hell. You ought to win this one. Come on. All right, ready? Yeah. What is the cartoon Charlie Brown? What's Charlie Brown's dog's name? Snoopy. Snoopy. In what city is the iconic Versace mansion? Miami. What iconic girls group released the single Bootylicious back in 2001? Destiny Child. The Lannisters are a fictitious family on what popular game? Game of Which board game has a get-out-of-jail-free card? Monopoly. Monopoly. Which state is known as the Magnolia State? Mm. Mm. Which Hell, Alabama, I don't know. Which Illinois. Con- which, convenient, which convenience store sells the Big Gulp drink? 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. 
What 1960s sitcom star Jed and Ellie Mae Clampett? Beverly Hillbillies. The Beverly Hillbillies. Complete these song lyrics. If you're happy and you know Clap it. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. This former NBA superstar goes by the initials AI. What is his real Alan name? Iverson. Alan Iverson. Rapper and actress Eve is a co-host. Just stop. Yeah, we not talk. Italian either. <laughs> <sighs> That's because hey, hey, I'm Steve, fast. Steve, 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 you won, <laughs> dog. You won. No, I, but I did I, he? You won. <laughs> you won, Steve. Did he ever? <laughs> Okay, let's. All those games have been <laughs> disqualified. Dis- I'm you, disqualified for being too quick. You call it when you're <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when you're in the card game. <laughs> all right, uh, tally, tally. Uh, Steve, you got nine. In the cartoon, Charlie Brown. What's Charlie Brown's dog's name? Snoopy. Steve got that one. And what city is the iconic Versace mansion? Did I, did I say Snoopy at all, sure? Uh, I, I don't know, Tommy. Miami, Florida. A out to him. Miami, Florida. Which you iconic? Didn't say nothing. On yeah, that one. yeah. On the like. The no, first, I didn't say nothing. On, on the one. first four or five, you were like silent. Uh, <laughs> which iconic girls group released the single "Bootylicious" back in two thousand one? Steve said Destiny's Child, and then a few seconds later, you said it, Tommy. Uh, the Lannisters are. No, I didn't say Destiny's Child at all. I know. Uh, the Lannisters are a fictitious family on what popular cable TV show? Here, here's Steve. Game of Thrones. Here's Tommy. Game of Thrones. So Steve won that one. Which board game has a get out of jail free card? Monopoly, Steve. Well, get that one to him. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, yeah. give it up, boy. Yeah. Please take it, Tommy. We need it. Take the next three. What else you got? You? <laughs> well, n- neither one of you guys got this one right. Which state is known as a Magnolia state? I think Give Tommy, Tommy said Alabama. You that said Illinois. Close. Yeah. Give him that one. Which was Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Get that to Tommy. Mississippi. <laughs> close, that's closer than Illinois. So that's two. Go ahead. <laughs> which convenience store sells a big gulp drink? 7 <sighs> Eleven, Steve. Which 1960s sitcom? Did I say it at all, sir? You didn't say nothing. Mm-mm. A lot, a lot of these. Y'all didn't hear me say nothing. A lot of these were you were silent, uh, Tommy. I said, okay. That uh, see, it's a difference between the delay and silence. <laughs> yes, yeah. but a I know when difference. I didn't say nothing. I said Seven Eleven. By this time, I okay. Probably... That's three. You got that. One. <laughs> what nineteen sixty sitcom starred Jed and Ellie Mae Clampett? That would be the Beverly Hills Hillbillies. Uh, Steve, complete these song lyrics. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. That was Steve. This former NBA superstar goes by the initials AI. What is his real name? Alan Iverson. Steve got that one. Rapper and actress Eve. Uh, we didn't get to I that one. I wasn't silent, dog. Trust me, I said it. I didn't uh-huh. know this one. Yeah, you answered it. Is it. Rapper and actress Eve is a co-host on which daytime talk oh, show? Tommy. The talk, okay. yeah. I think that is the one that you did get right, Tommy. And um, so, <laughs> no, I mean Steve got nine, Tommy got one. Not nine, <laughs> nine. All right, coming up, it is the nephew. We he is great at this. The I'm king not of playing pranks. no more. The king of pranks. <laughs> I'm tired of playing. <laughs> uh, the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so uh, we played the game. Are you smarter than nephew Tommy? Steve won uh, nine to one, and. Um, 
We'll we'll do it that's again that. tomorrow. That's yeah, that. we'll do it again tomorrow. Don't worry about it. We'll mm-hmm. do it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's always a ch- another chance for you to redeem your redeem yourself, Tommy. And that's the I, good news. I, that is the good news. Another day, another I chance. Go ahead and say it, Tommy. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject: unhappily engaged and ready to walk. All right. Get right. out now. Yeah, but right now it is time for the nephew for today's prank phone call. What you got, king of pranks? You've been driving my car. You've been hit by. You've been hit by. Smooth criminal. <laughs> You've been driving my car. Let's run it. Hello? I'm trying to reach Curtis, please. Yeah, this is Curtis. Hey, you the one who worked at the hotel and you do ballet parking? Yeah, yeah, I work at the Okay, let me tell you something. You the one that parked my 750 BMW. You just took the change out of my car, the, the loose change I had in there, and you also done put 100 miles on there, and I know you the one did it because you the one I tipped. I tipped you. You parked it, and then when I came back, you the one brought my car back, and I tipped you. I know you the one put them damn miles on. on my car, Hold on, man. man. Hold on. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Who is this? My name is Jason, man. Jason Jason, how did you get my number? I got your number from the hotel manager. I told him I needed to talk to Curtis, who do the ballet park, and they gave me your number. You the one put these miles, man. You put 100 miles hold on, on my car. Hey, hold on, I ain't put no miles on your car, man. That's all I do is uh, just get the cars and park them. That's it. I, I, and I ain't, I ain't taking no change from nobody's car either. You the one took my chain. I had I had T.D. Jakes in there, in, 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 the, in the CD player. When I got in there, it was a, a Biggest Smalls or somebody in there. You the one was in my car, man. Man, I don't even know how to work that radio in there. Man, look, what? I, I probably park your car because I parked a whole lot of cars. I, I just, we, if you can, can you? Maybe somebody else probably took your car and drove it around, but I don't know. We can. We How can many more Curtis work at the hotel and do valet parking? How many yeah, more Curtis? Yeah, I work at the and do valet parking, but that's all I do is park the cars. I don't take nobody's car and drive it around the town. I steal nothing from their car. I ain't no thief, man. Hey, man, let me tell you something, man. I know you the one put these miles on here. You hear me? I know you was the one, man. Hold on, man. Look, 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 man. I'm on probation right now, right? So, I mean, I ain't got no time to be spilling nothing out about nobody's cars. I'm just, I'm just part-time job, man, just parking cars. I'm trying to take care of me and my little girl. That's it. I'm telling you, if, if somebody did take your car and drive it around and steal something from your car, we can we can figure it out. You know what I'm talking about? If you just bring the car up and you just come and we can talk to the managers and figure it out. But I promise you, I promise you it wasn't me, man. Hey, I man, promise you. If you should just slow down and listen, you know, we'll find out what happened with your car. You the one did it, man. You the one put the 100 miles on my car. I, you had that red vest on. You had that name tag said Curtis. You pulled off in it, and you pulled back up in it. You the only one drove it. You was the one. Hey, man, hey, lower your voice a little bit, man. Hold on, I can I can hear you. No, I know you can hear me. You're going to hear me when I get in your so You're going to hear me when I do that. What the said to me? I said you're going to hear me when I get in your because you put that 100 miles on it. I'm going to come up to that damn Hey, man, I told you I put a hundred miles in your car, right? I'm just, hey, man, you know what? I didn't steal nothing from your car. I ain't putting a hundred miles in your car, right? I told you I'm on 
probation right now. I would have all I do. I go to work, I park these cars, and I come home and take care of me and my girl, all right? I ain't putting no hundred miles on your car, man. I ain't take your car. That's all I did was drove your car and parked it, man. That's it. No, 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 that ain't what you did. You threw a loose change out of there, and you also put a hundred miles, it was like a hundred and four miles extra on that car when I got back in it. Let me tell you something, man. I'm going to come up with, when do you work again? When do you I'm work? Tomorrow. I work tomorrow night. What time do your get there? I'll be there at 6 o'clock. Okay, then. I'm coming up there at 5.45. And guess what, Mr. Curtis? I'm going to deal with your little by myself. Man, no. Come bring your up to that job. That job is you, dog. Bring your up to the job. What what kind of car you say you had again? I said I got a black 750 BMW. I'm coming up there. When I get out of it, have your ready. Here, Curtis, have your Ready. Already, already. Now, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to have my little verse on for you, too. It's going to say, Curtis, let's bring your black up there, because you sound like you're black. Yeah, I'm black. I'm black, my car black, and I'm going to get in your black tomorrow. Bring your up there, tell you. Stop with me, dog. Today is the day, all right? I'm telling you, I'm trying to shit out my radio paper. But that paper, this I'm telling you, bring your up there if you want to, dog. I'm telling you, it wasn't me, but I mean, you want to take it down, man. I got one more thing I need to say to you, Curtis. You listening to me? What? Is you listening? Yeah. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, T.C., who do valet parking with you. (laughs) What'd you say? (laughs) Hey, Curtis, your homeboy that you do, is it another guy worked there named T.C. that do valet parking? Yeah. Hey, man, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, he got me to prank phone call you. Oh, man, I'm going to get that <laughs> down. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Man, my heart was beat, man. My heart was beating so fast. I thought I was about to go back down. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, you knew you no, you you was going back, Curtis? Oh, Lord, I'm telling you, man, it was about to be over. It was about to be over. It was, I, the first person I saw got out of my <laughs> it was about to get it. It was about to get it. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Curtis, you got to be strong, man. You going to be strong? For sure, for sure. We be strong, strong, man. Don't let nobody push your buttons and have you going strong. back, man. Just be strong. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm almost right. off. You know, I'm going to keep it straight, man, you know. All right, man. Stay strong. You got to take care of this little girl, boy. You can't go back in there. Oh, uh, really? All right. I got one more thing I got to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, that's Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. You've been driving my car. All right, nephew. You know, that was good. You do these so boldly, like, you know, nobody's going to run up on you or something. Oh, my God. Let me tell y'all something. What? I was in Atlanta. I was in the the valet of of a hotel, and and the police officer was standing out there. Uh huh. (laughs) Excuse me. Police officer came up to me and said, Hey, are you Thomas Miles? I said, yeah. He said, I, I need to speak with you. I said, okay. Do you know that you have a uh, FTA? I said, I don't I don't even know what that is, sir. He said, that's a failure to appear. I said, okay, but for, for what though, man? He said, I just, I need you to come stand over here by the car. I said, wait a minute, man, hold on. Wait, wait, just hold on. For what? What did I do? Oh. 
man. Then finally, dog, he just cracks a smile and say, I just pranked your ass. Uh, man, I was, I was sweating. You know that moisture you get in your lower yeah. back? I had that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rolls down your crack. Yeah. That no, one right there. No, he just said back. He said no, nothing no, about anything else. It don't stay there. It drips. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It's <laughs> running down to your crack. It's yeah. too far, Steve. It's cool drops, too. <laughs> it's too far. It's very uncomfortable because your back, your... Your crack is hot. Yeah. And that okay. sweat be cool okay. drops of sweat. So, oh, my God. So back to Tommy's point. Sterling's you got pranked. the mess out of me, man. <laughs> Good. I knew it was going to happen one day. <laughs> you know, man, and it being Tom. a police officer, he's there with the badge on, his gun belt on. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. hey, hey, I don't yeah. know what an FTA is. Man, I ain't not been in no damn trouble. What are you talking about? But well, wait a Failure minute, Failure to though. appear, sir. <laughs> wait a minute. Man. There's more to this story. So you're famous in, a, in Atlanta, huh? Because this is just a random cop just saw you? He wasn't that famous, Shirley, because a lot of people were standing there when they saw the cops pull him over. They broke out running. <laughs> they didn't try to help They didn't try to help him. <laughs> hang out. I don't know what the hell going on right here, but let me, let me get my ass away from this here. <laughs> and I, I'm talking about where you can't say nothing either, because I was like, I was scared. I was like, wait, wait. All right, well, thank you, nephew. <laughs> uh, up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject, unhappily engaged and ready to walk. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, right now it's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, on work, on parenting, and more, uh, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Right, Steve? Girl. (laughs) This is my favorite part. I done submitted so many letters. Uh, (laughs) I'm tired of typing. Well, Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. It's that time. The strawberry letter. Thank you, Neff. A subject unhappily engaged and ready to walk. Dear Stephen Shirley, my fiance and I have been together for six years. He's 50 and I'm 35. And this will be the first marriage for both of us. Uh, when he proposed, my intuition told me he was not ready to be married. A month ago, my fiancé and I got into a big argument about his family, and I didn't like his response or how he acted in front of our three-year-old daughter. So we haven't really been speaking. Two nights ago, he never came home from work, and he did not answer my calls or text messages. I received a message from an acquaintance on social media saying that my fiancé was at a bar downtown. So I drove down to the bar, hoping to see him there alone so we could try to resolve our issue. As soon as I walked in and saw him, my heart sank. He was at a table with another woman. I walked right over to their table, and I sat next to the woman, and I started God! Okay? Man! Yes! I've got to get the hell out of here! I started going off. Jesus, you saw her coming Uh in here. Why'd you? I don't know. I don't know. The woman was in shock, and she remained totally quiet. I told him that the wedding was off, and then I left. I cried all the way home. He came home shortly after me, and we talked. He said that I am overreacting, and I jumped to conclusions because of how it looked. He told me that she is his co-worker, and she wanted to watch the game after work, and that's all it was. Yeah, it, it, it definitely... What would you say, Steve? Yeah, I like that one. Oh, you like that one? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
It, it definitely didn't look innocent to me. She had on makeup, her hair was done, and she was not dressed like she had, uh, like she had been at work all day. Steve, you say that a woman's intuition is her greatest gift. So my intuition tells me he's lying, and therefore I concluded that he's not ready to get married. What do you think? Well, I think you're absolutely right. You have to go with your gut. I mean, in the third sentence of this letter, you said your intuition told you he wasn't ready for marriage. And the, the, the second to the last sentence, uh, you said he's not ready as well. So you just, be, you know, just based on those two things, I would have to agree with you. He is not ready. You guys don't even know how to resolve conflict or anything. I mean, you you got into an argument uh, about his family. You He says something crazy. You didn't like his response. And uh, you didn't like how he acted in front of your three-year-old daughter. So you guys have issues, unresolved issues that need to be taken care of. You, you, you stop talking. He didn't come home that night. You find him at a bar with another woman. He gives you a pretty lie. But it is a lie. But yeah, Steve liked it. Huh? Pretty one, though. It was a pretty one now. It was, it was a pretty one. Pretty. But... <laughs> Yeah, the guys like it. Yeah. The the women can see through it. No, he was you're right. He was lying. Whatever your intuition tells you. <laughs> that that's yeah, yeah. Come on now. Um but but yeah, you, you guys aren't ready. You you aren't ready either. Steve. Uh this letter's kinda crazy, to tell you the truth. Uh my fiance and I have been together for six years. He's fifty, I'm thirty five. This would be the first marriage for both of us. Red flag. <laughs> He's 50 and I'm 35. This will be the first marriage for both of us. Red flag. 50-year-old man ain't never been married. Uh-huh. Red flag. When he proposed, my intuition told me he wasn't ready to be married. Why? He 50. If he ain't ready, what, what, what? What are you waiting on? Y'all been together six years. A man proposed to you that you think ain't ready for marriage. He 50. Y'all been together six years. He ain't ready to get married. Wow. What you talking to him for? Hmm. What, 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 what is your takeaway from this relationship? You know he ain't ready to get married. You talking to him. He 50. He still ain't ready. Why are you with him? But you got a baby now, so, you know, trying to make it work. A month ago, my fiance got into a big argument about his family. I didn't like his response and how he acted in front of our three-year-old, so we haven't been speaking. Two nights ago, he never came home from work, and he did not answer my calls or texts. What? Mm. Now that you cannot do. You cannot not come home. No. Come on now. And then don't answer no texts or no calls. Dog. (laughs) Dog. You cannot do that. I received a text from acquaintance on social media. Uh, you have an acquaintance on social media? Hmm. Acquaintance. See, you didn't say girlfriend, one of my girls. Some do, probably. I'm just assuming, since it's an acquaintance. Some do saying that your fiance was at a bar downtown. So you got in your car, you drove downtown, hoping to see him there alone. In a bar? Alone. Ain't the bar open? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes sense. How you you know finna- what she meant. No. With n- how, how you finna see him alone at a bar? 
She meant with by himself, not with another woman. You know what he she meant, Steve. No, 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 no. That's what she meant. She drove down there trying to bust him. The acquaintance told him he was at a bar, and the acquaintance said he was with a girl. You yeah. best to believe that. Yeah. That's why you got in your car and drove down there. Mm-hmm. Because the acquaintance told you he was at the bar with a girl. That's why you would say, I drove down there hoping to see him there alone. Well, Who makes that statement? I'm going to see if he's alone. No, you already had the information. So let's stop this. So we could try to resolve our issue. As soon as I walk in... I saw him. My heart sank. He was at the table with another woman. Dun, dun, dun. I walked right over to their table, sat next to the woman, and started going, oh, Lord, man. I would have huh. left. God, dog. <laughs> man. She pinned her she in. Let me tell you something. No, soon as I saw you walking woman. towards the table, I'd have got him, got my jacket, and went home. That's right. I would have too. That's what I just dope. said. No, no, I'd walk right past you like we never <laughs> saw each uh-huh. other. What you not been doing is sit over there next to her uh-huh. and go off. You can go over there and sit next to her, but I'm going to be in the car. All right, save that, Steve. Don't part- worry. <laughs> We're going to have part two of Steve's response coming up uh, to today's Strawberry Letter subject, unhappily engaged and ready to walk. We'll be back at 23 after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Dherbs.com. Dherbs.com. That's the company. That's the website. Let's clean out the processed foods and toxins dragging you down. Go to dherbs.com and do the full body cleanse. The Dherbs cleanse is no fad diet. It's been the number one selling cleanse online for over a decade with over 4 million formulas sold. We've all done the cleanse. We love it and know you will lose weight and feel great. And right now, you're going to get a major discount at checkout with promo code Steve. Dherbs.com, promo code Steve, or call 866-4-D-Herbs. All right, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, Steve, and uh, get part two of your response. Subject, unhappily engaged and ready to walk. She 50, he 50, she 35, they ain't never been married. Red flag. They got in an argument, they quit talking. This man don't come home from work for a day or so. Don't call, don't return, none of the calls or texts. Then she get a message from an acquaintance, quote, wink, wink, that mean dude, on social media Whatever. that your husband was downtown at a bar. You So your man was downtown. You drove to the bar hoping to see him alone. You know good and hell well he wasn't by himself. Soon as I walk in, I saw him and my heart sank. You don't think his heart ain't sank? <laughs> Who cares about him? Too you hard. shut up, Shirley. <laughs> Too hard sank. Shirley, this ain't your letter. <laughs> She think her heart was the only one to sing. You don't think when he looked up and saw you, you don't think he swallowed his tongue. He should have. That's what he gets. Yeah. Nobody yeah. caring about him. You don't Man. think he damn near had to give himself a Heimlich. A what? He was choking. A Heimlich. Yes. Then yeah. you walk right over to the table and sit next to the woman and start going yeah. off. The woman was in shock. She remained totally quiet. Uh-huh. I told him that the wedding was off. Mm. And then I left. Yes. You wouldn't have had a chance to do that to me. Because <laughs> when I saw you coming, I'd have got my members only jacket. Slid it on, right on and that. walked right past you. <laughs> hey, where you going? <laughs> I would act like I never saw you. <laughs> 
got in my I car. Saw you not getting married. Yeah. <laughs> I told him the wedding was off and I left. I cried all the way home. He came home after me and we talked. He said I'm overreacting and jumped to conclusions of how I look. You did. Mm. You did jump to a conclusion of how I look. Oh, the problem what? he made was he ain't been home. He ain't returned no phone calls or no texts. He printed guilty on this situation. Oh, yeah. He printed guilty on this. Yeah. He told me that she's his co-worker and she wanted to watch the game after work. That's a good one. That is. Mm. That's real good. Well, since when did it become your job to make sure she see the game? <laughs> exactly. See, that's what I can't. She was she was at work and she wanted to see the game. <laughs> but she's looking all fine. Though. So we came down here. Looking all good. Now here to her problem. Now here her problem. She wanted to watch the game after work and that was it. Mm-hmm. It definitely didn't look innocent to me. She had on makeup. Her hair was done, and she was not dressed like she had been at work. Unlike you. Mm. How did she come Who down? Who done got this here? damn message? <laughs> and now you done come down to the bar with your hair roller set. Oh, no, no. You got a roller set and a rag around your head tied no into it. Ain't your mama not in the front. <laughs> you got that house coat on with all them damn fur balls on it. The one where you done picked up weight, because, you know, the baby three, you ain't lost the baby weight yet. So it don't really tie in a bow. You got it tied in a knot. Now, you got all these, all these, all these lint balls on this thing. You got your house slippers on with the chicken grease on them. Because you coming down to the bar to straight ain't got a stick of makeup on. Matter of fact, forgot to take that damn cold cream off your face. <laughs> yeah, right. Now you done walked in the bar looking like the Joker. <laughs> nah, you mad at this woman. She's sitting up in here, got makeup on and got her hair done. This half a knew I was coming down here looking like Aunt Jemima at oh, the spa. Mm. That's what happened. That is not what happened. That is exactly. <laughs> Steve, you say a woman's intuition is her greatest gift. I told you that. Uh-huh. So what you go down there dressed like that for? <laughs> she did like it. Jo- looking like the joke. I'm <laughs> telling you, she was looking crazy. Because first thing she say, she's sitting up in here, got makeup on and her hair done. She in public. People put makeup on and do their hair and go in public. But that ain't what you was looking like when you came down so Oh, wrong. your ass looked yeah, crazy. That's so wrong. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh She was looking just crazy. Looked like your mama looked when she used to come up to the school. <laughs> what? My mama had to come up to school, had that coat on, ain't had no buttons on. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I know exactly what happened. Yeah, she down there it. got 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 that outfit on. She sleeping in that hunting outfit. Yeah, <laughs> got them Mitch Mac thick ass socks on. Oh, so God. she came down there in her pajamas. Right. She came down there in the pajamas with that fur rug, with that with that with that, with that robe on. Look no. like it ought to be on the back of the toilet. Mm-hmm. And the other girls looking all sexy and fine. Well, she's huh? sitting up in here with her hair done, got makeup on. <laughs> she You're wrong public. for that. You're wrong yeah, for she that. She in public. <laughs> You the one came out the house looking like Aunt Jemima in duress. <laughs> Come down here and you cussing out. The wedding is off. Oh, man, you looking like that? No, huh? Mm. Wow, Sitting man. up in here. Now, what you want us to tell you? Now, 
my intuition tells me he's lying. And before I conclude that he's not ready to get married, what do you think? What do we think? <laughs> I wouldn't marry you either. I ain't going to lie to you. You don't even know her. This ain't your first time walking in on somebody. You done rolled up on a bunch She's of too people. too good at it. Matter of fact, this your thing. You like rolling up. You done rolled up in here, car running outside. That's why the woman didn't say nothing, because she was scared of it. <laughs> You know how you look oh, when you got cold cream right. on your face? And your hair roller set. Mm-hmm. Now, why would she go out the house looking like that? Steve? Because the man <laughs> called her and told her she was down there. So to beat him, she got to go down there as is. <laughs> and that's just how crazy she was looking. Cold cream that's at right. all. Mm. Cold cream, got that, got that scarf on with the glover's mane on it. It was around game time. So be she up in here, man, got that scarf on that smell like sulfur eight. Oh, God. God, no. All right, look, we got to go, Steve. Uh, well, go ahead and go. Uh, listen. This relationship is over. Yeah, it is. Neither one of them are ready. Mm-mm. Uh, just get your child support ready. Okay, guys, we, we got to get out of here, like I said. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in about 10 minutes, uh, former Sesame Street writers is Bert and Ernie were gay. And the show says and otherwise, you- though. So, yeah, the show says otherwise. We'll talk about it when we come back, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Following an interview given by a former Sesame Street writer who said he wrote the beloved characters Bert and Ernie as if they were gay, the show has said otherwise. Sesame Street on Tuesday tweeted, as we have always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. Focusing specifically on their orientation, the statement continued, even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. The response from the show comes two days after Mark Saltzman, who is openly gay, spoke um, about his own coming out story and the iconic duo came up. Saltzman was a writer on the show from 1985 to 1998. And he basically said this was kind of like his life. This was, you know, what he was writing about. I ain't seen none of that when I was a kid watching this. I ain't seen none of that. Well, the show made a statement. They they already said. Yeah. What, yeah. They were two best friends, and they wanted to show, you know, that even though you have differences, you can still get along. Yeah. I think a puppet has a right to be with who he want to be with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they want to be real good friend puppets, they could be real good friend puppets. All right, guys, we're switching gears now. Um, In other breaking news, uh, that Senate hearing featuring testimony from Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh and the woman who has accused him of sexual assault. Well, that may not happen uh, on Tuesday. Speaking through her lawyers, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford said that uh, she wants the FBI to investigate her allegations first because some senators have already made up their minds about the incident. Hold on, can I ask you a question? Uh When she says she assaulted, him. Has anybody made clear what she's meaning, what she say happened? He assaulted Yeah, he assaulted her. Yeah, they I'm were sorry. at a party, and uh, uh, I think he pushed her down on the bed or something and had his hand covering her mouth, and she mm-hmm. made the statement like she thought he was going to kill her. Sexual assault. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah. It, yes. it was like that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, now let thing. me ask you a question. This is just a question because I'm trying to gather the facts. Uh-huh. Okay. Was she at the party in a bikini? I know. Yeah, that part I don't know. Not that that, that makes it okay. I'm just asking. Oh, you're the at question. yeah. I, no, I don't. I know. thought I I was. I must have been hearing mixed stories. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't really know what this is about. Uh, I don't. I. You know what? I don't know what to say about this because, I mean, you got to get some type of cooperation, witnesses, somebody that saw something. Well, something. I just got to be know. investigated. Well, the one Is guy it? that she said was there, um, he said that he doesn't remember because this happened like 30. Uh, over 30 years ago, Steve. And that one guy says he doesn't he doesn't remember and he doesn't want to testify. And because you're right right now, it's just he said, she said. But well, well, the Republicans surely right. trying to keep it going so they can get him already into the. Uh, Absolutely, before uh, the midterms. Uh, That's why they're oh, trying yeah, right, right. to get him. Oh, but, yeah, okay. because Absolutely. yeah, my attitude is, what's the rush? You know, but exactly. the rush is before the the midterms. They want to confirm him and everything because they were supposed to confirm him tomorrow, Thursday, right? They were supposed to, have to take a vote, but now all yeah. that's been uh, pushed back because of these it's, allegations. It's really, it's really. I, I don't know anything about this case. Mm-hmm. I can't call it one way or the other. So I can't. Well, no even, one can. Yeah, yeah, I don't, no I don't even know what facts. to make of it. You know, it's just. Well, I think, too, Steve, if, if if this woman is saying that this man who's trying to get a job for a lifetime job, Supreme. that's the job the that he's trying Court, to do, yep, yep. then you need to look at what he's done in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so if she's saying he sexually assaulted her, people have a right to know. And she's saying true. you yeah. need to investigate it. That is her point. And so the and Republicans, that's her right. are, mm-hmm. and that is they're her trying right. to push and it fast so he can hurry up and get in there. Yeah, exactly. Well, they exactly. don't care about justice in this country anymore. I'm convinced of that. They don't care about that in this country. It's mm-hmm. it's it's party over the people all yeah, day. Yeah, all right day. Mm-hmm. It's what the party wants. You can't justify what Donald Trump is doing on behalf of the party, which is so against the people, and how the average person even is. Man, it's really sad. What's What's happening? So I don't know what to make of this story. I don't have the facts. I want to know what she's accusing him of. Okay, she says during a pool party, so she may have had on a bikini, Steve. During a pool party in suburban Maryland, uh, Kavanaugh drunkenly pinned her down on a bed and groped her, trying to remove her one-piece bathing suit. One piece. She did not have on a bikini. One-piece bathing suit and other clothing. She told the newspaper, uh, the Post, that uh, he covered her mouth when she tried to scream for help. She escaped when Kavanaugh's friend jumped on the bed, sending all three tumbling off. Uh, Blase Ford continues the incident. Uh, she, she, she considers, I should say, the incident an attempted rape. This is according to her attorney. That's assault. That's assault. Yeah. She's saying she she considers. Yeah. That's major. So that's why she's saying. major. Mm -hmm. See, that's not. I I didn't didn't know any details. That's why I'm trying to. That's a major accusation. Mm -hmm. You know, you you covered women's mouths. Yeah. And and this, bruh, come on, man. And that's when she said she thought he might kill her, (laughs) you know. That is so serious. Nobody should go through that. That is Serious. And she no, that's, that's she didn't want it to come forth at first, but now she says that she feels it's her civic responsibility. Um, uh, her, she feels like her civic responsibility is outweighing her anguish and terror about retaliation. All right. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
He says she's no. been Why trying she come to forget- this far to say that. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a lot that she's risking her reputation. You ain't made this up. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, like, right. you have she not made this, this up. This. And, and she yeah. has a right to be heard. You know, I don't believe definitely. for one minute that she's making this up. A, that's a lot of not, people feel the same way, yeah. And I, you know that that's nothing. It's it's nothing in it for her to win. Yeah, this is the There's same. There's no win for this woman. And and Steve, this is the same way I felt back in the day about Anita Hill. Yeah, I, yeah. They're comparing it. I, to that. Yeah, they're definitely comparing it to the Anita Anita Hill mm-hmm. case with Clarence Thomas. Yeah. And he ain't said nothing. <laughs> and he not gonna say nothing, Jim. Well, he got nothing. the job. He yeah, and, and it's for life. You know, and, until you get ready to retire or you know. Man, I didn't know that's what the details were. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You just can't do that to women. You just can't. Listen, when we come back, we're going to play an edition of Ask Steve coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, um, you know, we don't talk about this a lot on the show, but uh, IQs, your intelligence intelligence quotient, we don't talk about that. But I, I just wanted to know from you, I'll, I'll, I'll start it off. Which actions do you associate with a below average IQ? Which, which what? Which actions do you associate with a below average IQ? Uh, slobbering. <laughs> like if you just sitting up and you just slobbering on yourself, I automatically think something wrong with you. Your whole front of your shirt just wet. Yeah. Uh, what else? That's ignorant. It oh, is, man. but I know someone who slobbers. Boy, darling, they ain't that bright to watch. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. What else is a sign of low? Uh, Just kidding. Okay, Junior, well, you ask your question. Sli- a person who's slobbers. Yeah. Junior, ask yours. All right. Uh, so back to this. So anytime you see somebody slobber, they automatically. No, Junior. No, forget that. He got to go back and do that for me one more time. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that? They slobbering on themselves. Slobbering. Uh huh. Slobbering, driving. <laughs> on their way to work, eating. Uh, in the barber chair. Uh, in the barber chair. Yeah. If you all that hair. If you in church praising him, but you just slobbing on yourself, it's all on the fan. Oh, <laughs> then yo, that's nasty. That okay, yeah, all right. IQ. Thank you. Are, are you clear now, Junior? Clear oh, well, I just want to have all right. it. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> all right, let me see. Let me think. Let me think. Um, how about this? If you had. If you had a 99% chance to succeed on the next thing you did, what action would you take? Uh, I'm already doing it. What? What is it? I'm working on becoming a billionaire. Oh, okay. All right. right. How close are you? (laughs) I'm a long way away. Uh, but I got 99% chance of it happening. <laughs> okay. I love that. I love yeah. your question. Yeah, huh? that's all. Your question, I'm working on becoming a billionaire, and I feel like strongly I got a 99% chance of that happening. I love your faith. Come yeah. on, Carla, you have a question. that We're doing Ask Steve. We're asking Steve just random questions. All right. What currently, Steve, can you not get enough of? Mm. On the air. We on the air. Yeah, we all got that. <laughs> hey. Me and Junior got hey. the same thing. I, that's a problem right there. I asked you and Junior. That's a but we all got the same <laughs> answer. 
Wait, what? That'll oh, never yeah. change, Steve. That, you what? Put, you just put it on me somewhere. <laughs> we we all got the same answer. You can, you, can, you can give it to me as a sad. <laughs> you can smear it on me like a sad. I'm You put mine in a garbage it, bag. Put it in a smoothie. Okay. <laughs> I think we get it. Yeah, okay. you made your point. Yeah. All right, I think it's my turn again. I wear mine as fingernails. Okay, all right. You always go too far, man. Hey, man, what color is that? What it look like? You can put mine in my outfit in my car and just turn my whole outfit up as high as it go and let it blow out of there. Man, you have it all All right, Steve, here's one. It can come in a box in the form of suppositories. Really? I'll take all eight of them. Really? I think that's the first time we've ever yeah. said that word on this show. <laughs> well, you know. that's it can be in a about. cage with rattlesnakes. I'm coming in there again. I don't give a damn about them rattlesnakes at all. Punk ass snake scoot over. You better move. <laughs> okay. Do- all right, I was going to I don't even I'm know. I'm sorry I asked I that know. question. All right, we're doing Ask Steve. Okay, um, let's see. Um, Betty White, I think she's like 96 right now, mm-hmm. and they honored her uh, a couple of nights ago at the Emmy Awards, uh, Steve. So she was thanking everyone and saying how blessed she was to still be able to do what she does uh, at 96, you know, stay in the business for blessing, so long. Man. Yeah, that is a blessing. So I, I just wanted to ask you, uh, how long do you think you're going to continue to entertain us? And uh, if you do retire, what's the first thing you're going to do when you retire? First of all, uh, you'll know when I have the billion dollars. Uh-huh. Because when you cut on Family Feud or anything, and you go, your next question going to be, where's the... <laughs> the very next So question. unlike Betty White. <laughs> where's the... He must have that billion dollars. You're working yeah. on your exit Soon. plan. That is my exit plan. Okay. You know, matter of fact, I'm going to get out before the billion. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, All you right. know. And what was your next question? Uh, well, the part two, the follow-up was, what would be the first thing you're going to do when you retire? Go to that thing we can't get enough of. <laughs> Go <laughs> right back to the <laughs> You stop answering. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, you've been famous a real long time. Mm-hmm. What could you do? Like, what's something you want to do right now that I could do just probably every day? I tell you what I like to do, man. Couple things. I I I kind of wish I could walk in the mall. Mm. You know. Yeah. Mm. Just like walk through the mall, look in windows and stuff, see what they, see what they got. Oh, I, especially I, around. Man, Christmas. I like to go in like a Foot Locker. Really? Or what? A Champ Sporting Goods. Oh, no, you don't want to do it, huh? And the music too loud, huh? huh? too loud. Man, we have a ball, mm-hmm. man. Uh, uh, it's going to bring back a lot of music. <laughs> I remember the last time I actually did see you in a mall in Atlanta, Steve. At the Perimeter Mall, you were coming yeah. out of Macy's. And yeah. and uh, I was with some friends. Was it Macy's? Yeah, it was Macy's. And I kept saying, they kept saying, there goes Steve. I was like, no way. Steve's I not at the mall. I walked in the men's department to buy some drawers. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> And we saw you. We were like, they were kept saying, that is Steve. That Yes, that is. I was like, he would That's not him. be at That's the mall. Him. It that was dark. Him. I thought I could get in there. Yeah. Because, you know, the men's department is right at the door. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought I could just run in by these drawers and come on out. That did not work. Yeah. As soon as I walked in there, hell no, Steve Hall. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> How I thought Perimeter Mall, Atlanta. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought I was going to go on up in there. Boy, they was on me, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you need a drive through draws, yeah, man. Wendy, you got your Yeah, okay. but that's yeah. what I, I'd go to a mall, man. That'd be pretty sick. All right, all right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in October, Kier, you got something very special going on with your Kier's Hope Foundation. And uh, Carla, you and I are going to Chicago for the Sister Strut. Yes, we Uh-oh. are. We are going to yeah. Chicago on my birthday, October 13th. We will be in yeah. Chicago. Sister Strut, Shirley and I are walking. We're going to do a 3K walk mm-hmm. to uh, raise awareness against the fight against breast cancer. Breast cancer. And uh, Shirley, you ready? We're girl, gonna yeah. Walk, girl. Oh, girl, yes, right? of course. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I love it. Yes. Yeah, so I go I, to you our know, home. For go a good ahead. cause. Definitely for a good cause. We also, we always want to support, uh, you know, any way we can eradicate this disease, breast cancer, anyway. Uh, let you know we invite everyone to come on out Uh, it's in Chicago it's the weekend of Carla's birthday so it'll be a a dual celebration yeah and Mm -hmm. we'll be in Chicago how how fun will that be yeah so come on out Um, it's going to be at the uh, Croc Center that's it go ahead you were gonna say I was gonna say just go to v103.com if you're in the Chicago area and you want to join us all the details you can sign up and sign your team up and register online and we will see you there you can get team Carla team Shirley you could create your own team but we want to see everyone out there the survivors co-survivors mm-hmm. we're gonna have, right. it's gonna be it's, a sea of pink that's in right city that's right October 13th. everyone I don't know anyone who hasn't been affected by it so if you have come on out and join us please yep Yes, Man, y'all. This y'all going. What's the best pizza in Chicago? Lou Malnati's. Okay, that's Ooh. really good. Yeah. Lou Malnati's, man. Don't eat much wrong. Now I ain't gonna lie to you though. Giordano's. Giordano's, yeah. That was yeah. growing Giordano's up, that was good. Giordano's yeah. is good too, mm-hmm. but you gotta want but Gino's that, was good growing up, yeah. I heard a lot about Gino's. Gino's, too. yeah. Gino's yeah. Gino's. A lot of them argue down mm-hmm. about that. But if yeah. you go to Lou Malnati's and you get that classic sausage, mm-hmm. Good uh, Lord, Jesus. <laughs> One of my goals is when I quit being a vegan to <laughs> eat a Lumalati's collective <laughs> sausage pizza. That's a goal. Wait, I so love you're it. You're going to go quit a vegan? Yeah, that's Back my goal to... is to come out of veganism right into a classic sausage Usually pizza. it's the opposite, okay? <laughs> Your goal is to become a vegan. No, I am a vegan right now. I've been eating vegan for, it's almost a month now. Wow. Yeah, since you've been back from yeah, since you've been back vacation. Did you drop have some you, weight have though? Have you seen a difference, Steve? Yeah, I've lost twelve pounds. Oh wow! All right, come on back. I've lost twelve pounds. I, I'm really, I'm really sticking with it for now. I'm, I'm probably not going to be a vegan the rest of my life. Yeah. It, because I, it's summer's gonna come around. I, it's, I don't know how not to barbecue and eat ice cream. But Steve, don't get no. I'm sk- eating ice cream. Yeah, don't get as skinny as you did when back in L.A. That time you were so what? skinny. Remember back in LA when you were on that diet? You don't remember that? Oh, you had gotten like so skinny. You had gotten so skinny. That was in just LA. too much. Yeah. yeah. Your face. Oh my goodness. You were just little, Steve. They had started rumors about you. <laughs> you were so skinny. <laughs> oh, I was desk. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I wasn't feeling good. <laughs> we're like, Steve, no, okay, no. this is it. Don't lose another ounce of weight. I don't remember that. Eat shit. something. Oh yeah. We remember. <laughs> anyway, all right, but yeah, join us and uh, Kier, I probably can't get that little no damn. 
What's that? I don't know. Uh, Junior, you have Cures Hope? Oh, absolutely. I need everybody to go to my Instagram, Junior SHMS, and tell You me. ought to come up with it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, okay, we I can't talk about it. Myself. Go ahead. <laughs> That's that, okay. That was not good <laughs> or what I was going to say. <laughs> We'll, we'll come back and talk Let's about it. when we get off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hold that thought, Junior. Uh, Please hold that thought, Junior. Yes. And, and Steve, Steve, you too. Steve, yeah, you really hold yours. <laughs> All right. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Supreme Court Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, uh, Professor Ford, uh, said without an FBI investigation, she will not appear in a public hearing. Uh, so there you go with that. In entertainment news, Kanye is speaking in public again. He told a crowd in Chicago, his hometown, that uh, he, Kanye West, is moving back to Chicago. And that does not mean, however, he's abandoning L.A. Kanye made the announcement at a Windy City event with Chance the Rapper. And uh, here it is. Take a listen. Thank my brother Chance for bringing me back to Chicago. So the first thing on my mind that I have to tell you is I got to let y'all know that I moved back to Chicago. I'm never leaving again. They loved yeah. it. Yeah. Chicago is ready for him. <laughs> so, Steve, you moving back to Cleveland? <laughs> That's a nah. Yeah, you don't give me a, I, I, I know not to go back. He don't know yet. He'll be right on back out in L.A. Is Kim going up there in all that cold-ass weather? I, I think they're going to go back and forth. They'll have mm-hmm. dual residences like a, lot of, cool. like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just go in the summertime, Yeezy. <laughs> in case you don't forget. It's fun in the summer. Yeah, this is. Ah, the... November, where you want? November, January, Lord. Uh-uh. Uh, no. Really, January, February. According okay. to, yeah, according to TMZ, Kanye said he and Kim have already found a home in Chicago, and that's where uh, we know he wants to establish his permanent residence, but they are keeping all of their properties and businesses and stuff in L.A. In addition to the house they just built, they have multiple properties in L.A., including 300 acres that Kanye is developing, and that project is still a go. TMZ is also reporting that Kanye will move his Yeezy offices from Calabasas, California, to Chicago. So, he's wow. going back home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back home. He probably it's, wants to go to be relevant again. To yeah. be part of the culture. I think he With probably Chance feels like he's excluded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in L.A. and in, in this world of, you know, he wants to be a part of culture and hip-hop and all that. Yeah. I think that's probably why. Really? And his baby. Oh, yeah. His baby's oh, yeah. name is Chicago. So Yeah. Yeah, making music and being part of what's going on with Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. I bet you that's part of it, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're... My baby name Winton, but I don't want no parts of Winter. <laughs> what the hell I got to do with his baby name? I didn't say the baby name. I, well, his baby's name baby. is named is name Chicago. Chicago. Your baby name yeah. Sheridan, but that ain't where you stay all the time. <laughs> because that's I not her name. Culture, <laughs> I did not name her after a hotel. Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so there you have it. Uh, Kanye is moving back. Yeah, I think you're right, Carla. That's part of it. He wants to be part of the whole scene Culture. in Chicago now. With yeah, them. I don't know what that means. I've been you in L.A. I don't. I don't know. 
Hip hop well, doesn't originate from LA. No, it's not that. I'm just saying his lifestyle. He, yeah, he's uh, so rich. I know nothing about yeah. hip hop. But the studio is in Wyoming, ain't it? Wow. Well, he went to Wyoming to record his latest album. Who yeah. did? So he'll just go to Wyoming yeah. from Chicago. Kanye. Yeah. He, he wants. I, 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 I sure tell you what it meant to me because I forgot. All right, we'll be back to close out the show right after this at 49 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day. It is time, Steve, to spread the word, spread the knowledge in closing remarks. Uh, Today, I want to remind you all of something and try to get you to understand a very important concept that I've learned about success. If you stay in your comfort zone, that's where you'll fail. If you stay in your comfort zone, that's where you'll fail. Success is an uncomfortable process. Success requires you to step out of your comfort zone into uncharted territory untraveled paths, unsailed waters. You're going to have to go where you've never gone in order to get to where you've never been. You've got to step out of your comfort zone. Look, everybody would like to remain comfortable throughout their life. But convenience is built through inconvenience. It's the only way to have convenience. You you have to be, it has to be built through inconvenience. I don't know if I told you this the other day, but I was talking with a guy uh, at this fashion show. This guy was a tailor, very young tailor from London. And he told me something that his father told him that stuck with him. He said, why are you young? If you party now, you'll work till you die. But while you're young, if you work now, you can party till you die. Did you understand that? If while you're young, if you party now, you're going to end up working till you die. But if while you're young, you work now, when you get old, you can party till you die. That's, that's the exchange of life. But that would cause you to step outside of your comfort zone. In order to be successful, that's where you have to go because success is not in the comfort zone. I wish it was. I wish I could lay in the bed longer. I wish I didn't have to work as much as I do. I wish, man, I could mail it in. I wish I could call in and take off. I wish I had more off days. I wish I could get five months off to travel the world. I wish I could. Well, in order to make any of those wishes I want possible, I got to put it in now. I got to get myself uncomfortable because convenience is built through inconvenience. It's not the other way around. It never will be. I had some millennials on the show the other day, and we were having an incredible conversation about working and sacrificing. And one young man said, when are old people's mindset going to change? Because 
I don't like coming to work early in the morning. I do better if I can come in around noon. And old people's mindset needs to get used to the new way. And he had a valid point because with technology, so many people can work from home now because of technology. People got computers, a lot of work is done on a computer. And I told him, I said, that's great. I said, that's great what you're saying. And it may be eventually it will turn that way. I said, but the problem you got, the baby June, the baby boomer generation, the dudes that's 50 and 60, my generation, well, we the one on the companies. And we didn't get here coming in at 12. And we're not going to sit here and watch you come in here at 12 thinking you're going to get it. And I said, in reality, that death doesn't work, young man. I said, I, I, I wish you the best with your thinking. I said, but why don't you combine this technology you have with some hard work? If you combine what you all have today with my work ethic, do you know how successful you would be? I said, so I got that you want to come in at noon, but that ain't how it work. We out here on the West Coast. If you sleep past 6 o'clock, I have news for you. The stock market opened three hours. At 9 a.m. Eastern, the stock market is open. If you sleep in L.A. to 8, the stock market has been open for two hours. They making decisions about your life and money, and yo, you sleep. You're behind the eight ball. It's not how it works. You build a life of convenience through inconvenience. Step outside your comfort zone. Get out of it. It'll serve you well. Because if you stay in your comfort zone, that's where you will fail. Get out of your comfort zone. It will serve you well. Because if you stay in it, that's where you will fail. In some area of our life, we still broken. And so are you. But God is in the fix-it business. He's in the get-it-together business. He's in the saving business. He's in the healing business. The only requirement is we got to turn and ask him for help. He's always there. He's always there. He's more than willing and able to help any one of you. He really is. Don't let the devil fool you. I just thought of that right there. Wow. Those are my closing remarks. Drop it. Woo, that was good. Drop it like a board. Drop that mic. He killed me with that. I need a bigger mic. Drop it like a board. That's big, my mic go. <laughs> yeah, I hope yeah. it's all right. That's it. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment. 
and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 